Hey all, welcome to the I Canna Do It podcast. My name's Abby, your new friend, who will share lots of candid conversations and laughs with you. We'll chat about my favorite lifestyle tips, recipes, and cannabis insight to inspire and empower you to live the life you want to live. We're in this together. Let's jump in. Hey, happy Wednesday. I hope you are having a great week so far. Um, I am enjoying, we've had a few days of beautiful blue skies after a ton of smoke with all of the Northern California and just like West Coast fires overall. So just trying to breathe in some of this fresh air. So Today I'm back um, for another solo episode. I wanted to chat about the last like six months and chat a little bit about cannabis and COVID and how we've been an essential business in California through all of this and um, just how it's affected our industry and share a little bit about how it's affected kind of my day to day. Um, And yeah, I think it's pretty interesting. So like when you look up essential, it's pretty it's pretty basic. Like when you look up essential, the definition literally is something that's absolutely a necessity and that's extremely important. So just like from there, it's amazing to think, you know, that cannabis is something that is recognized as absolutely necessary and extremely important. And um, you know, for the first few days back in March when California kind of went on their first, you know, wave of shutdowns um, as a whole, um, there were first few days where people were like, oh my God, are the dispensaries going to be open? Are they going to be closed? Like we didn't know, you know, although this is something that's holistic and medicinal, it wasn't, we weren't sure what it was going to look like because so many businesses were being told that they needed to close or it was just such a blanket of businesses that needed to close. So people were stocking up when they heard there was going to be a shutdown. People were like, okay, if this is like my medicine, like I'm going to, you know, get enough for the next like two weeks or whatever they said it was going to be like 14 days initially, something like that. And so it was interesting to see this like crazy uptick before the shutdown even happened to show just how many people truly like relied on cannabis or utilized cannabis in such a large way in their life that they like added it to the list of things that they needed to make sure they had if they were going to go into lockdown or, or quarantine for 14 days. So after like the first few days, like some dispensaries closed, a lot stayed open and then majority realized like, Hey, we can be open, you know? Um, we are an essential business. Cannabis is medicinal in California, both medicinal and adult use is legal, but cannabis is medicinal first and foremost. And so it was really interesting to see kind of the shift um, in in thought about this plant, you know, and how, um, you know, not long ago it was just medical and it was still pretty unregulated and pretty gray um, in terms of kind of what the industry looked like. But to know that we were truly essential and that the the governor actually like came out and said like dispensaries were considered essential in California because there was kind of like a little wishy-wash understanding about it, which was pretty amazing. So, you know, right from the beginning, we were considered, like I said, essential business, which just incredible. So, um, you know, people really did, they wanted to smoke, um, you know, 
they needed to ease their stress. I need to ease my stress. This was stressful. It was, you didn't know what was happening next. We weren't sure. And I think that people wanted a more holistic way of being able to relax and something that wasn't, you know, pills or something that wasn't alcohol, which alcohol is extremely social, you know? And so in this time where you weren't in those social settings with a bunch of people, you know, something that was a little bit more holistic, plant-based, I think was kind of, you know, people's, people's go-to option. Um, and we saw that there was a definitely a big uptick in a market demand for cannabis, um, in the first few weeks, months, and there still is like, it's been record breaking months, um, you know, for dispensaries and for brands these last few months, because, People truly have been shifting their views on cannabis as well and utilizing it as, you know, a an additive to their life. And it's not like people are going crazy. In fact, it's been really interesting to see the market trends and that a lot of people are looking to get like a microdose edible or a very light flower with lower THC or something that's like a drinkable or something like that, you know, to be able to have something that's discreet and that's also in a replacement for alcohol, which I find so interesting. And so, like I said before, going from basically illicit a few years ago to being essential in a few years is incredible. And I have to just give all my kudos and, you know, um, just accolades to anybody that's a dispensary worker or a bud tender or a delivery driver or a distributor. Honestly, anybody that works in the cannabis industry, because these last few months, although the industry is always pretty up and down with just like a lot of changes and things that are always kind of shifting and happening and new things that are coming out, whatever. Um, you know, this was, this was pretty, um, this was pretty incredible these last few months. Um, and to know how many, you know, hurdles there were, but to see how many brands and dispensaries persevered, you know, some of these smaller dispensaries, the mom and pop locations that had a harder time or dispensaries that lost a ton of business because they were in city centers that were truly no longer populated anymore, or because they had smoke lounges in their dispensaries and People weren't sitting in smoke lounges for the last six months and still won't be for some time, I don't think. And so people really had to kind of change business models. Um, it is so, I love it. It's incredible for me to see how many people on my street get delivery services on the regular um, or delivery deliveries from delivery services on the regular. Like, it's just amazing to see and it tickles my heart because in my county there are no brick and mortar dispensaries that are allowed. So if you wanted to go into like an actual dispensary, you'd have to drive maybe 25, 30 minutes depending on kind of where you live in the county and where what dispensary you were looking to go to. So like I said, a lot of people choose delivery and it's been amazing to see you know, just how many people feel comfortable and confident getting those deliveries. Because when I first started in this industry, I was a delivery driver, one of my first jobs. And I tell you, like people were so tripped out about you coming, you know, to drop off cannabis at their house. And I think that the people that are doing deliveries now, the business is just so streamlined and so efficient and so professional that people feel confident and people you know, um, just appreciate that this can be brought to them as a convenience. And so, 
yeah, it's just been amazing to see. Thank you again to everybody working, dispensary workers, delivery drivers. These dispensaries have been staying, you know, really on top of stuff, making sure that their staff and of course their customers and patients coming in are staying healthy and clean and safe. And so there's been a lot of changes, you know, in protocol. There aren't like jars out for people to necessarily like sniff anymore, to sniff flour, things like that. Um, you know, it's definitely been different for me working in the industry in the past. I was going into a bunch of dispensaries for basically full time, like 40 to 60 hours a week. I was on the road and in dispensaries all across the state, Northern California, the Central Valley. And, um, you know, that kind of came to a halt. And so that was a huge bummer for me, um, because I just miss all my friends and, colleagues in these stores all over the state and um you know I know that they're all still working but I have been working from home because a lot of these dispensaries um you know have kind of tightened up their 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 protocol as well like they're not having a bunch of people that don't need to be in the building in the building necessarily and a lot of this stuff has kind of eased up and is easing up a little bit more but unless it's absolutely necessary you're not really going into the store anymore to kind of like chit chat so that's definitely been a very big you know change of pace um in terms of just how I was operating um in the past and like that's been just I don't know it's it's been interesting to see just how this industry is evolving and continuing to evolve and just legitimize you know we're being super efficient. Like I'm communicating with people who I've never communicated with via email so much better than I could have ever anticipated. Or, you know, just like, it's just changed dynamics of relationships in the best way because we both know that, you know, there's lots of stuff going on in both organizations or, you know, there's so many changes and different factors that we have to key in at all times. So I've definitely been, um, just trying to be more flexible, (laughs) more flexible than ever recently. And, um, you know, just be as positive and as graceful as possible because luckily, you know, um, I'm doing okay. We're doing okay. And majority of the people I work with are, you know, doing okay, which is good. So, um, this is not the same kind of situation that's happened in every state. Like not every state has been like California and had, you know, their, their governors and their mayors say, no, cannabis is essential. You know, there's lots of locations and states where, you know, it was like liquor stores were essential, but cannabis wasn't, or cannabis was essential and liquor stores weren't, or this business was open and that one wasn't. And there was like turmoil at the beginning of this, I remember, and still is over things that are open versus things that aren't allowed to be open. And so, you know, I just have to say like these last six months have definitely been trying, um, but have also taught me so much. And so, you know, I would say to anybody like you can do it. If you are a business owner and maybe your business is still not open yet or is still getting back up and running and not up to full capacity, just know like you can keep pushing, you can persevere. Or if you're an employee and you're working at a location where you're, you know, feel like you're jumping through leaps and, you know, just, you know, uh, changing your situation, your day to day because of where you're working, things like that, you know, and the stuff that they're requiring of you and asking of you, just like, just do it, you know, um, just know that this 
hopefully is not going to be forever. And, um, you know, these little steps that we do are just for the greater good overall. Um, and, you know, just keep pushing through and persevering and know that you can. Um, and, yeah, it's been just amazing to see and know that people have been relying on cannabis to feel that way, to know that they can get through their day-to-day of life or working at home or stressful situations of, you know, um, being at home with their whole family or being now their children's teacher or, you know, their their sibling's nanny or whatever, you know, but um just know, my friends, that I believe in you, um, I have faith in you, and I know that you can do it and that you can keep pushing um, and that we will get through this truly together because um, now more than ever is when I think you need that village around you. So um, something that's keeping me calm and chill is what I'm smoking on, um, and I'm actually about to light up um, some Mendocino Nights from Henry's Original. It is a pre-roll, a deep indica pre-roll. Um, Mendocino Nights is definitely a very psychoactive, stony, heady um, indica, and um, not too high of THC. This one's at 17.5% THC, so not crazy, but still extremely psychoactive from that full sun, full spectrum growing. Um, I love these pre-rolls because they come in four packs. Um, so not only are they COVID safe <laughs> with everybody getting their own pre-roll, um, but they are like just the perfect single serving. So I can smoke one or two or Honestly, I could sit there and just smoke the whole pack um, while I'm looking up at the stars, but it's just a nice dosing option. So um, definitely make sure to check out some Henry's pre-roll packs at your local dispensary. Um, And yeah, until next time, it is always 420 somewhere, and I look forward to talking to you soon.